Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, joined by my furry co-host Slade, who is back at his normal post right by my side. I'm wearing some of my Tiger Gear best. Check him out, tiegear.com, the Tiger Shulman's Pro Shop. Um, in addition, I am ready to give you guys this week's food for thought, uh, this week's weekly mindset. As per usual, I have a great topic in mind for you guys. Before I get started, though, a couple of reminders. Remember, Flex Fights is coming up March the 4th. Make sure you go to flexfights.com for information on tickets and their pay-per-view. All right, you can watch the pay-per-view live no matter where you are, and that's where you get to hear me call the fights. Kind of cool. Uh, number two, make sure that you guys rate and review the podcast. It just helps. Subscribe, get your new episodes automatically every Wednesday. I always like seeing the downloads and the views uh, go up. So in addition to that, please make sure that you share the podcast with a friend. It's the best compliment that you can give me if you believe that this podcast is, is, is a good listen. If you think you get something out of it and you refer a friend to listen as well. It doesn't cost you anything. But it certainly, it certainly, like I said, just makes me that much happier. Um, other than that, guys, sponsorship opportunities are available for the podcast. We are always looking for more sponsors. So you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. So as we get into our focus this week, this week it is President's Day week. So I figured I would stay presidential this week. And um, there's a few eras in our history that have always been particularly intriguing to me. Uh, parts of our history that have really, really grafted onto me. You know, everybody took in in junior high school, high school, and college. You guys all took history class of some kind, and there were some periods that were like, and there were other periods that we looked into on in our history that really, really stuck out to us. And for me, there was a couple of periods in our history that always just really I latched onto. Uh, World War Two. A significant moment in world history plus both of my grandfathers served in that war so it stuck out to me even more um roaring 20s i always thought were pretty cool um but most what always grafted on me the most something that i've absolutely been intrigued with uh forever has been the civil war the civil war to me has always been one of the most intriguing times in american history just in general um if you guys love documentaries i i thoroughly recommend uh, the documentary series called The Civil War by Ken Burns, an amazing documentarian, and his documentary on anything will make you love that subject. It doesn't matter what the subject is. He did one on baseball. Uh, he did one on 
everything. He's done one on just dozens of, of, of subjects. He's most well known for his one on baseball and Civil War is a close second. But I actually took a college elective that was all about the Civil War documentary series. It was literally, we watched the documentary series, was 85% of the class because you can't get more information than Ken Burns gave in that documentary series. So obviously our president during the Civil War, during most of the Civil War anyway, uh, was Abraham Lincoln. And I believe Abraham Lincoln to be one of the most quotable presidents uh, that we have in our history. Right? We know he was an American lawyer, right? He served, excuse me, uh, from 1861 to the assassinated in 1865. But in that time, man, just an absolute quote machine. And he has so many awesome quotes about success. Like you have to do your own growing, no matter how tall your grandfather was. In other words, you got to stand up on your own two feet. You can't rest on your laurels because of where you come from. Right. This is one of my favorites, actually, that some achieve great success is proof to all that others can achieve it as well. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this this concept in our podcast before because I believe in that wholeheartedly. The fact that some people achieve stuff proves to you that anybody can achieve those things. Right, here's another one. I'm, an, I'm a success today because I had a friend who believed in me and I didn't have the heart to let him down. Love it. I love it. I love it. I have a conge I have a congen uh, excuse me a congenital aversion to failure. Again, I love it. I always bear in mind that your own resolution to success is more important than anything. And he has so many amazing quotes. Just really uh, on just about every subject. I really really uh, suggest you look into him. But the, and just look at some of his quotes. Like there there's so many like mantras and thoughts that he puts out there that he put out there I should say. In, in a relatively short life that I think are so impactful. Um, like even on life, he said, to ease another's heartache is to forget one's own. I, again, I think that's kind of <laughs> illustrates a little bit of why I live my life the way that I do. Uh, you know, I'm always trying to literally, my, my job is to help someone, you know, end what, whatever their issues are that brought them to me. So that way um, they can be in a better place. And, and as a result, I get inspired, but that really, really brings me to, again, I can go on on Abraham Lincoln quotes all day. I can go on on just about anything all day, but Abraham Lincoln quotes, I can go on all day. So this is by far my favorite Abraham Lincoln quote. And it being President's Week, I felt that this was hand in hand with the kind of mindset that we talk about all the time. And I think it's very much how I live my life. And I think it's how we should all live our lives. Uh, and, and it's a very simple quote. Whatever you are, be a good one. Very simple, right? Whatever you are, be a good one. And man, oh man, I identify with that so much. It's funny. I didn't learn this quote until, I don't want to say later in life, but until I was like in my, you know, early 20s or so. And it was always, a, but the thing is, it was always a life lesson that was taught to me. My parents always taught me from the time I was young that anything worth doing is worth doing well. If you're going to put your time, your attention, your effort into anything, it was worth doing at 100%. If you're going to do something, if you're going to attach your name and your reputation to it, then you better do it the best you can. And I'm a firm believer in that. I mean, that's, that's kind of just who I am as a person. If, if I want something to be part of my reputation, it, you know, if I want to be known for something, I'm going to make sure that it is like spot on. And, you know, the same is true for, for everything that I do. You know, I, I showed up to the first flex fights prepared 
you know, it's funny. We just passed a year since my first flex fights, but nonetheless, um, I showed up to that first weigh-in that day, knowing the fight card, knowing who was going to be there, identifying the fighters, knowing what I was going to ask them, and I was really organized in that for in that first flex fights. And it's not like I'm not organized since then, but it was amazing. I think to the people around me when they saw that I was taking it so seriously, you know, uh, the amateur fight world is full of a lot of people who are kind of fly by night who totally want to do something. And then you show up and they are unprepared are unprofessional and really have no idea how to do even the slightest bit of what they say they can do. So I'm, I'm not of that opinion. I'm very much of the opinion that if you're going to do something, you do it really, really, really well. doesn't matter if I'm talking about mowing my lawn, calling fights, or teaching a class. If I don't believe I can do it well, I'm not going to be the one who does it. If I know I can't put my 100% into a class, then I shouldn't be the one teaching it that way. That's why I have other instructors, because if I know there's other there's something pressing weighing onto my mind doesn't matter what it is maybe i've got a project i've got to get done for the school maybe i'm working on something uh for this upcoming charity event that we're doing again we'll touch on that in the close um maybe i got that weighing on my head big time and as a result i want to go put a dent in that so i'll feel a little bit better well if that's the case okay dom you're going to teach this class adam joe you're going to teach this class so i can take the 45 minutes because i know i won't give my best 45 minutes out there i know i won't now, does that mean that I think they're better than me? No, I don't think that, that. How could someone be better than their instructor who has twice the experience they do? Can't be. But they're better at that moment. Way better at that moment. So I know since I can't be a good one, I let them be a good one. And then I transition into what it is that I need to do. And I really think this is just kind of a formula for life. Whatever we set out to do, we really should do it 100%. It's funny, a long, long time ago, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Tiger Shulman who said this to me, and I, I thought it was hilarious, and I've held on to it for forever, and I've always said it to my classes because it's true. It's very funny. And he was talking, we were stretching at the end of class, and it was either him or it was Shian Gravina. I believe it was Tiger, but I could be wrong. Shian Gravina, if I'm wrong and this is yours, my apologies. So nonetheless... We're stretching at the end of class and the instructor's talking about you got to be really technical when you stretch. You have to make sure that your legs are completely straight, your toes are up, everything is done just so. You always stretch with perfect technique. You never cheat when you stretch. Because if you cheat when you stretch and you see yourself getting better, you never know if you got better at stretching or cheating. Which I, of course, laughed at and I've retained so, so well. I say it to my classes all the time. But... More importantly, it's a, it's a mindset kind of for life. If you, for lack of a better word, go halfway, if you put the half effort in, right? If you just kind of don't apply yourself, if you're not putting that effort in to do something the best you can do it, when you fail, you never know if you fail because you don't have what it takes to do that thing or because you didn't apply yourself. You'll never know. And I think that is such a problem. I'm, I'm not a fan of that at all. I think instead, we should think the opposite. I think our mindset should always be different. I think we should always give it 100%. Last week, we talked about opportunities, right? And we talked about how important it was to at least play the opportunity out. 
if all it's going to cost you is time, effort, and energy, you, know, you, you go through plenty of time, energy, and effort for a lot less stuff that couldn't potentially pay off into something bigger, right? So if you don't go whole hog on that opportunity, if you don't go after it 100%, if you don't really pursue it, you'll never know. You'll never know. And I think this is kind of how we have to apply ourselves to anything we do, right? If Because what happens is we create a feedback loop one way or the other, right? There's that old adage, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. True, 100% true. But you have to, you'll have to ask yourself, right? If you don't put 100% effort into things and it doesn't work out the way that you want, is it a case where you didn't have the tools, you weren't good enough, la da 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 that's not the thing for you, blah, 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 blah? Or is it because you weren't 100% committed? Right now in my school, we're in the midst of the 90-day challenge. And what happens to some people as we get a little while in to the 90-day challenge is they, they start to feel a little bit of the monotony of the challenge, which is, I mean, for the most part, you you have bad habits, you're breaking them, you're creating new habits. And eating new eating a new way, eating a way where you're not like just giving into whatever craving, it could be a little boring, I guess. Really not boring, but more like, you know, when you're used to being like, I want McDonald's, so I have McDonald's. I guess making a healthier choice and planning things out and all like not splurging and giving into that excitement, that might feel a little boring, but nonetheless, I believe that when we we do such a thing, when we think that way, um, when we get to that, that boring place, what happens is people start to put one foot in and one foot out. They're committing halfway. They're no longer committed to doing the challenge at 100%. They're now doing it like 80%. And now when it starts to not work, when all of a sudden the success they were having starts to taper and maybe even drop off, maybe move in the opposite direction. Now, let's be honest, we're human beings, we're weak. In that moment, are they going to be truthful? Are they going to be selfless? Are they going to say, no, it's my fault. I totally, I totally didn't continue to put in the effort like I should have. My bad. I should have done it differently. Is that what they're going to do? Of course not. No. They're going to look ahead. They're going to look for somebody else to win. No, eating that way for the 90 day challenge. That just didn't work for me. It just didn't work for me. And... Now, this quote I know is from Shian Gravina, and it's funny because we do get this occasionally during the 90-day challenge where we have the student who doesn't commit all the way. They try to commit us and tell us that they've committed all the way, and, you know, they try to co convince us that they have, you know, they're 100% in their nutrition, they're 100% in their training, they're all of that. And they hand us a food journal, and it's immaculate, and it's perfect, but they're gaining weight and, like, not good weight, like, they're, like, like you can see like their body fat percentages and changing their clothes aren't fitting any nicer right so they'll hand you the food journal it's immaculate and you're like wait a second wait a second wait a second so you handed me this food journal and it's perfect and you want me to believe that in your body that grilled chicken and brown rice and steamed broccoli in your body it does what gummies bears do in everybody else's body. In, in your body, that turns to gummy bears, right? No, of course not. It, that's that's non-commitment, right? They're, they're one foot in, one foot out. 
Right? They're trying to fool us into thinking they both have both feet in a pool, but they don't. They're not applying this mindset. Right? Again, whatever you do, if here's a lesson I was taught a long time ago, and I think I've done a podcast on this, if I recall correctly, is about the value of time. Someone said this to me a long time ago, Shian Gravina said it to me a long time ago, and he goes, it'll never be this time on this day ever again. So time is the most valuable thing that we have. And of course I agree, because you're never getting time back. So if something is worth your time, it's worth giving it 100%. It's worth giving it 100%. Now, this kind of goes hand in hand with the whole opportunities thing, right? We did talk a little bit last week about the prospect of, like I, like I said, it was Valentine's Day, so we talked a little bit about the idea of, oh, that person you might walk up to because you're attracted to them, and maybe you want to start a conversation, and you take that opportunity for what it's worth. And, you know, maybe it turns into a conversation, maybe it turns into a date, maybe it doesn't. But if you go into that conversation and you're playing around on your cell phone, you're going, yeah, uh-huh. And you're thinking already that this person isn't going to date you. What's going to happen? Of course it's not going to pan out, even if it might have, if you put some effort in. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to get married to everybody you talk to. Of course not. That'd be ridiculous. But instead, what it does mean is if you're going to take the chance, if you're going to put the effort in, if you're going to let, let the time, effort, and energy pass, at least give it everything you got for that little bit of time. right? If you have an opportunity for a promotion at work and you go into it, at 60%, at 70%, and that's how you go after it, then when somebody else gets the promotion, can you be sour about it? Can you like blame somebody else and be upset? Of course not. You didn't put in the time. You didn't put in the effort. If something is worth your time, it's worth 100% of your effort. Listen, that, that means, and I, and I preach this even to the kids that, that, I, that I work with, because those kids are going to get a job. 100% they're going to get a job. Right? At some point in their life, they will work. Right? I don't care if they're a teenager and they're working at McDonald's. It's honest work. I did it when I was a teenager. But if that teenager goes into it at 60% and they're not committed, and obviously I don't think anybody, I think very few teenagers walk into a McDonald's working, thinking they're going to do that for the rest, the rest of their life. But if they go in there with that half in, half out mentality, are they really getting the benefit of that first job experience? Are they getting the hard work and, and what it should be? Are they getting the, the, the ability to deal with others? If they're, if they're just ready to walk out the door at any given time, they're not getting any of that. That's so backwards. It's so backwards. But if they go in there and they work like they believe the CEO works, if they go and they, they work like, like they think their manager works, like they think someone who owns the place works, because again, I understand with the idea of like fast food or whatever. If they work like that, man, oh man, they're going to get so much out of that experience. Yeah, they'll be the best worker at the McDonald's just because of their effort. And yeah, getting being the best worker at McDonald's doesn't get you that much. I understand that. But what that does for your mindset and what that does for the way that person will approach work for the rest of their life is going to be very impactful. What it does for watching how they can interact with people when they put that effort in and the results they're going to get out and the recognition they're going to get from all that effort, that's invaluable. That's invaluable. Because then that same kid, when they're working their career later on in their life, are they going to suddenly work differently? Are they going to kick their feet up on the desk and think to themselves like, I got it made in my career? No, that kid's going to work the same way. At that entry level job, they're going to work like they're the CEO. 
They're going to work like they've got the big corner office with amazing view. They're going to work like that. And they're going to be the kind of person who, when the opportunity for the promotion comes up, they're going to give it 100%. And therefore, they'll be much more likely to get it. And they'll work their way up the chain much faster than anybody else. Why? Because they adopted a simple mindset. Whatever you are, be a good one. And I want you to take this and I want you to apply this idea to anything you're going to do. Like I said, I don't care if it's mow your lawn. Right? When I was a teenager and I mowed my parents' lawn, I did not apply this, this mindset to it. 100%, I was trying to get it done. But now as an adult, if I'm, if I'm going to spend the time to mow my lawn, I want it to look good. I want to stand back in pride, but man, I got the best looking lawn on, on the block. Right? May not be true, but I can believe it. But I'll believe it because of the effort I put into it. And that is the truth for everything. If you put in 100%, like I know there are some classes I walk off the mat and I'm like, I shouldn't have taught that class. I had too much on my plate. I should have deferred that responsibility to somebody else. It was still probably a pretty good class, but it wasn't what it could have been if I had let one of my guys teach it. By the same token, there are other classes where I walked off the mat and I'm like, killed that class. That was incredible. That was amazing. Everybody had an amazing class. I made contact with everybody. That was amazing. I've had both. I have both all the time. I always want more of that second one. And I try to make sure that that's the one that I'm getting the vast majority of the time. I want every class to be like that. So as I'm coming to a close here today, guys, I want you to think about this mindset. And I want you to think about this idea that if something is worth your time, it's worth 100% of your effort. Anything less is just wasting the opportunity. Anything less is leaving you a way out, is leaving you self-doubt later. Right? Because you don't want to know. You want to know for sure. Right? You don't be left questioning. Right? If you don't put 100% effort in, you're left questioning. Did I fail because I didn't make, because my attempt wasn't right, because I didn't have the skills? Or did I fail because I just didn't put my full effort in? Eliminate the question. Put the full effort in. Because then you'll be able to learn from the experience and you can move forward from there. So as you're looking at your to-do list for this week, as you're looking at the things that you have to get done, I want you to remember a very simple thing. Whatever you are, be a good one. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com, S-E-N-S-E-I, Leonelli is L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school online. We're at TSKSmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Find everywhere I'm on the internet at linktree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. There you can find everything about Tiger Shulman's, about Flex Fights. If you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, you can contact me through there as well, because I'm always looking for more sponsors. Other than that, my friends, that is pretty much that. So until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.